Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first Thin Air podcast of uh, 2012, I guess. I am presently sitting on CSU's campus on the Oval. It's a beautiful sunny day in March, uh, the driest March on record, but nonetheless, beautiful and sunny. Uh, sitting here with Mai Mai and my ukulele, and was just playing a little bit. And I um, was ruminating on a concept that has been coming to my mind uh, increasingly. And it was actually the uh, subject of a poem I was trying to write, but I, I was having such a hard time getting this idea into simple language that maybe um, I'll just talk through it now and maybe that will actually lead to a, a, a better reductio of that uh, concept. But um, I've been thinking a lot about the vibrating string I know that sounds kind of esoteric and silly, but uh, the basic thought is this. So sitting here before me is this ukulele, and on it are four taut strings. And uh, there's energy in that system, but it's kind of frozen there until somebody interacts with it. I mean, I guess on you know some level those strings are always vibrating just because they have that tension in them. But, you know, just the wind passing over them is such a small vibration that we can't even hear it. But nonetheless, you know, I take this pick and I pluck a string. And this sound comes out. Um, nothing too amazing at f- when you first uh, think about that. But the, the concept that I've been trying to wrap my mind around and convey is the idea that, uh, I mean, an instrument or... I mean, this. I'm going to be talking about instruments, but it's really an, an analogy for our lives and everything else. But, I mean, an instrument really is a interface between... Uh, see, this is where language kind of fails, I guess. But it's an, like an interface between what is and what isn't. Or, to put it another way, it's a, it's a doorway between what exists and the void... Um, the void being kind of a Hindu concept of the undifferentiated nothingness, which is the mother of all things, because it is it is the background and support of all things, that for anything to come into existence, it has to have as its backdrop its non-existence. So the void being this complete, I mean, you can't draw any kind of border around it, because even that would limit its uh, infinite nothingness but so a guitar or a or a ukulele in this case being this doorway between what is and what isn't and how somehow all of those notes and all of those sounds are are right there at a a moment's notice you know all i have to do is flick this string and a sound has come into come into existence but prior to my striking of that string you know where where is that sound or where is you know where does that music come from and so looking at an object like a like an instrument it really it's almost a kind of magic because in a sense i mean depending on your proficiency and you know what your skill is with that instrument i mean uh, a skilled musician could sit down and just create the most amazing compositions and I mean it's always been kind of wondered you know where where was that composition it's almost like they found it and actually I've kind of been feeling that more and more as you kind of as I've been studying more music theory and stuff I mean a lot of musicians they're I mean 
the music is already there. They're just kind of uncovering it step by step. I mean, all of those relationships and all those notes, I mean, they're not inventing on the spot. Uh, all of those relationships are just there. And it's, um, you know, when you're when you're watching a movie and it's a really good movie and, you know, your your imagination is just going all over the place with, you know, how how is this going to end? You know, what's going to happen to these characters? What's, you know, and, you're, and your mind is kind of playing with the edge of that infinite because anything could happen. You know, it's a... If you're only halfway through a movie, that last half is pretty much a blank slate as far as you're concerned. And then it almost always leads to a sense of disappointment. Even if it's a great movie or a great story, you know, that, that conclusion or resolution somehow feels like a letdown because what you've traded for, even if it's, you know, the absolute greatest story ever told, what you've traded for that story is the, the possibility for it to end in any way. Or it is... Uh, you know, you you can't you can't gain without losing, and every gain is a loss of, in some sense, of this nothingness, this like underlying power of pure creative energy. Or you know, I mean, it sounds silly when you try and put it in language. We really don't have any kind of word for it. I mean, it really is that concept of the void, which is um, personified <clears throat> in the feminine as the mother, um, the the mother of all things. Um, I don't really have a, a, a real purpose for bringing this up. I mean, there's definitely things in my life that are ongoing that um, this kind of concept has kind of come back into um, again and again. Um, but, you know, I, I was sitting here and I was playing the uke and then, you know, stopped playing and just looking at the object and, and thinking about that, you know, the music that I was just playing, that I was just, you know, just kind of discovering moment by moment. In some sense, you know, it, it seems like it must already be there. It must already be contained in this in this instrument, and it's it's only our um, our participation that coaxes it out, as it were. And I guess um, that kind of brings it back to you know our lives in general, because you know to some extent each of each and every one of us and everything really is a vibrating string. You know, we we are this arrangement that has energy in it, and so. Even just sitting here, I'm, I'm a buzz with all of these little vibrations. And when I start moving and talking and interacting with other people, I mean, that's when, you know, a lot of vibrations can be set off. And um, currently, um, I'm working with uh, some brilliant friends and uh, small business owners trying to launch what really is a revolutionary concept. And I think I'll, if I don't talk about it now, I'm sure I will soon. Um, the community-funded... Uh, <laughs> my community-funded manifesto. But, I mean, the interesting thing is, is that, you know, in these in these vibrations, in these doings of people and seeing, you know, one interaction turn into many interactions and seeing this large-scale vibration, uh, you really do get the sense that all of this, in the same way that all the music is already on the instrument, somehow, you know, I mean, it's it's there, but it's not. I mean, on, on the same sense, you know, these, these cultural advances or these, you know, day-to-day stories that people are living and playing out um in some sense it feels like uh when 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 you're in that vibration you're not so much uh creating something new as much as discovering something that's always been there and um it's kind of a weird feeling it's kind of a weird thing to put into words but uh and i don't even really know what my point is for bringing it up i guess it's just 
it's just something that um, is interesting. So the poem I was trying to write was about you know the silent instrument and the and the the power of the silent instrument and kind of how that translates to the the power of almost the power of the silent life. You know when when you're sitting there in in nothing but possibility. It really is just an amazing state. I think people overlook it in the attempt to always be doing something and uh, always feeling like, you know, they're missing out on something or unable to to feel like they've accomplished something unless they've unless they've done something. And you know, there there is there is something to be said for the for the non action. Um, because the non action is an action in itself, because the non action is the is the backdrop for all the other actions and unless you can appreciate that it's hard to really I don't know to really see the bigger the bigger composition I guess um, here comes a police officer must have done something wrong <laughs> so I don't know um, spending this this beautiful afternoon making music and meditating on emptiness. Um, another another musical analogy um, is that we tend to put emphasis on on what is without really thinking about the what isn't. And music is a perfect analogy because music is the relationship between notes and time. And in order for that to even make sense, there always has to be some sort of interval. And that interval can be um, an interval in the in the tones, or it could be an interval in time, so a, a sound silence. And the truth of the matter is that a vibrating string, or any kind of energy, is um, an oscillation, a a pendulum swinging between two poles, and always and always in that in that swing, it's going back into that nothingness to create the two poles. I mean, uh, when you when you strike a string. You're not, and you hear that sound. It might, it might sound like one solid tone to our ears, and that might be the way that we think about it. You know, if I strike one note, that note is this—I don't know—this wall of something. But the truth of it is, is that the vibrating string—it is a constant oscillation between sound and silence. You know, vibrating faster and faster and faster, going between one extreme to the other. You know, always, always between the two poles and somewhere in that middle, you know, I mean, that's, that's the crazy thing is that, you know, okay, so the silent guitar, that's pretty, that's a powerful concept, but even the, even the guitar that's playing music, still at the very heart of that, the very, I mean, the central thread of the whole composition is that silence from which everything is, is almost like a dolphin, like popping in and out of the water you know it, it gets as far away from the silence as it can and it comes back down and it goes in the other direction as far as it can and it comes back up but it's always crossing that threshold always crossing that boundary and in any in any musical composition there's there's more silence than there is sound and that that silence is <laughs> it, it, it is the backdrop it is the medium and so even just sitting here and like looking around it you know everyone and the people and the things I mean the emptiness um, not in the negative sense, but just in the, I mean, whatever our definition for something is, we have to have something that is in the negative. We have to have the, the absence of it. And, you know, the, the absence is, is more prevalent, is more, I mean, it's really the glue or the backdrop. I don't know. It's just kind of, 
It's pretty powerful. I love the little Zen saying that, you know, a cup's use comes from emptiness. It's kind of neat. Without without that emptiness, a cup would be useless. It's the emptiness that gives it that gives it power. So I guess with that, um, trying to find a segue into making that relevant because I know that it is a, a very esoteric thought. It's kind of interesting, but I mean, what is what is the real, you know, what's the thread here that we can that we can pull on and and get to some sort of bigger understanding? Or I mean, maybe that's not even necessary, but. I just feel that with that principle, being able to to recognize it, it kind of changes the way you look at a lot of a lot of things at the world in general, um, which we tend to think of in terms of stuff and you know existence. Most people don't even really think about non-existence. You know that might be their that might be kind of a, a lead-in for their concept of what death might be like or something like that. But really, I mean, that non-existence is is fundamentally entwined with the whole with the whole uh, structure of, of existence. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, uh, to, to, to bring this back out into the light and make it, make it relevant. I just think it's a neat thought. Uh, I, guess, I guess with that, I might as well kind of segue into what's, what's really been on my mind for the last you know, half, half a year or so, which has been this community-funded project. And um, I think I've I've said a thing or two in these podcasts before, but um, I might just kind of word vomit here and see what and see what um, comes out of it. But uh, the the most basic way that I could describe community funded is that it's a website. It's a um, it's using technology to basically reinterpret. Um, what a community has at its disposal and how it can be used. And it's a really, really powerful thought because for some reason, it's crazy. I mean, we've, we've gone for the last 100 or so years, maybe 150 years, pretty much since the Industrial Revolution, um, in this progressive um, commoditization and um, car- compartmentalization of all of ourselves and our lives. And that's become the status quo and the norm. And... I think if someone were to see this even from like a hundred years ago, if they were to come here and see how everyone's living, they'd probably be terrified <laughs> of of um, how this system is arranged because um, nobody is really working together. Everyone is, I mean, in a sense they are in the same way that, you know, a tree has all of these little cells that are all um, doing their own thing and uh, kind of contributing to this larger whole. And that's a thing, I mean... <laughs> This is going to get pretty tangentially. There's just really no way around it. But, I mean, even even with all the, the problems that the world has today and all of this, you know, teetering on the brink of disaster because we're this over overly consumerized, just consumptive force, you know, really that, you know, the analogy of a, uh, a cancerous growth is quite apt, that we are um, just spreading it out, spreading out in all directions and uh, consuming without really um, any larger understanding of the ramifications of those actions. But at the same time, you know, we are doing what um, organisms do and we're doing what the human organism does. Um, so I, I can't say that I see fault with the current condition because really with it took this current, this current situation um, to get us to a point where we had the internet and where we have cell phones in our pockets and where we have this whole 
just grid of people and ideas and, and, and tools and just everything. I mean, we have this tapestry of um, human, <laughs> human potential just spread across the country and, or, you know, even the world. And it gets back again, I guess, to what I started with, which is this idea of a silent guitar that we have really before us a, a, a musical instrument that can play any tune. Um, it can, you know, the, the potential for, for what could come out of it is, is infinite. Um, the motto of community funded, I guess this is going to kind of turn into the community funded manifesto, but, um, community funded, um, its motto is that anything is possible when it's community funded. And, um, that really is, I mean, directly linked back to what I've just been talking about, that, you know, anything is possible with a silent instrument. And that's the power that we have right now is that, uh, all it takes is for us to realize that we are playing this, this new kind of game that, um, no one has even really dreamed of before. I mean, it's, it's been done to some extent in small scales throughout history, you know, people working together. I mean, that's not a new concept by any means, but the sheer number of people that we have and the technology that we have, and I mean, just the, the computers and the, you know, the ability to design and use materials and, you know, really just the, <laughs> the imagination can take on so many forms in this day and age because there are so many mediums in which people can work. And so what do we have? We have um, a huge diversified population of intelligent individuals with skills and talents and tools. And up until now, those, those skills and talents and tools have not been connected. Um, they have been in some ex to some extent, and as the internet has grown, there's been more forums for people to share. But mostly what is being shared is finished products. And what we're uh, attempting to build is... Um, sharing the entire process from, you know, the conceptualization of ideas through the actual construction of the ideas, all the while everyone is just bringing what they can to the project. And the way that it works is that um, the, the great ideas, you know, they don't, they're pretty much self-explanatory. You know, people, people resonate with good ideas. That's the thing, you know, when you, when you play a guitar, I mean, all you have to kind of understand are the relationships there. And if you're kind of moving between those relationships, it doesn't really... I mean, if, if you go between a known interval, it's going to sound good. And on the same on the same way, sorry for all these musical analogies, it's just been really on my mind lately. But, you know, when you get a good idea, it's it's amazing how you can see the resonance with other people. Like, it, it's not even really a matter of words. I mean, the words kind of lead them to the, the aha that, that you try and get them to. And, I mean, Community Funded really has been a crescendo of ahas. You know, we, we always talk about when we see somebody get it, you know, and we... You know, it, it might take a little, a little bit of work to kind of get them to see what we're saying, but once they get it, there is a distinct marked change where you see that resonance. You see that now they are a chord that is vibrating in the same wavelength, that, they are, they, that they're a musical note in this composition that is going to be played one way or another. You know, whether or not community-funded is the instrument, you know, it, it's going to be one among many, but, you know, this concept, it's, it's a genie let out of the bottle, and it's resonating and it's resonating with people in a big way. And uh, right now is really the most exciting exciting part because there, we have the, the, the opening act, we have the opening note that everyone is kind of resonating to. You know, it's the first chord of the uh, composition. 
and it's going to set the tone and it's going to be set by people like myself and my partners who are, you know, creating these tools and on the forefront of this thinking and all the other people out there who are doing the same. And I mean, there's, there's probably millions of people out there thinking in the same way, trying to create tools. So we're going to have all of these different instruments tuned for different populations, different places, uh, different um, intentions. And what I think we're about to hear is really uh, a symphony on the, on the magnitude that we have never conceived before. Uh, I mean, in the past, up until now, it's been large. I mean, here's the thing. I don't, I don't want to come into uh, contention with existing power structures because I think, I mean, it's just the way that it's going to have to happen is that everything is going to have to adapt to itself and to each other. But, you know, I mean, institutionalized, uh, you know, the banking structure and the, you know, governments and the tax laws and like all of these things that have been in place for the last hundred years or however long that have contributed to the development of this system. Um, I mean, they're only going to get us so far. And what we keep seeing again and again in like thinking about these ideas and, you know, it begs the question whether um, this, this instrument has been known and just kind of been kept hidden because it's so powerful. It really is the people's movement. Um, whether, you know, that's been an intentional thing or whether it really is just, I mean, for the first time possible because of the technology, because of the internet, because of cell phones and smartphones and the ability to, you know, social media being a huge piece of this, which has only been developed in the last, you know, five years maybe um, in, in a big way. Um, and so all of a sudden we have this global population that is in intimate connectivity and now all of a sudden these notes have a giant membrane to resonate on. I mean, just like the skin of a drum. I mean, up until now you have these little pockets of people and even if they're beating a great, you know, a, a great rhythm, it's not going to get that far because the connections, that, that membrane hasn't spread far enough. You know, the biggest membranes are, you know, governments and, and big organizations and they kind of have their own, you know, system and they're... You know, they're, they're, uh, they're very powerful. They have a lot of um, ability to create, but at the same time, they don't have that flexibility or that, you know, quick ingenuity that small groups of individuals have, you know? I mean, if you have a, an organization of a thousand people, you know, you have to somehow get all of those people in some sort of agreement marching in the same direction before you can have action carried out. And in this new system... Uh, you know, individuals can all be working on the same problem in different ways. They can all be working together on the same problem in the same ways or, you know, anything. I mean, and then the, the power of the whole is right there um, for those people that have struck the next chord, the next note. And I really think that that's what it comes down to. I mean, uh, when, we, when we started building this tool, we, we felt that vibration and we knew that this was that this was the thing that was to be done. But we had no idea the types of projects that we were going to see um, on it. And I think that that has almost been the, the bigger surprise. I mean, it's the biggest surprise is um, seeing what this is going to be used for, because that's, that's the part that we don't know, you know? I mean, you could build a guitar, but you have no idea what someone is going to come up with to play on that. And, <laughs> you know, there's some amazing musicians out there that will use a guitar in ways that the guitar was never even designed for, or, um, you know, just just playing these these compositions that are in itself it, their own brilliance. Um, kind of wandering around here, but I, I, I hope that uh, anyone listening to this is kind of following this analogy that um, I'm kind of laying out here. This uh, this blank canvas, this this uncomposed symphony that um, in each moment with each with each person who 
who gets it and, and has that, that resonance in themselves, they then become part of this larger dance, this larger symphony. And um, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, of course, this is all, you know, balanced on the head of a pin, just as civilization always is, that, you know, this being 2012 and everyone <laughs> being, I'd say, by and large, more pessimistic than optimistic. I mean, I think that's one of the things that, that makes um, this concept, this community-funded, this uh, community-funding concept so amazing is that it really is this, this beacon that we can do anything. I mean, it's, it's this bright, shining, obvious light of optimism in what has otherwise been a slow, steady slide into pessimism and darkness. Um, it's interesting, my, my wife Kayla is a teacher, obviously, a high school teacher, and um, it, it's neat to hear her talk about her students, and when they hear this concept, uh, again, I mean, that resonance is, is profound. I mean, they see how this, how this is a, a creative force. I mean, I think that's really it. I mean, it's all of a sudden we've been in this dark room and now a light has come on and we're seeing all of these blank, beautiful walls around us. And everywhere we look, we see beautiful paints and beautiful colors and instruments and sounds. And it's like, you know, we're not victims here. We're not uh, stuffed in our little boxes anymore. We really can come together and create anything. Um, we can make this world what we want. You know, I'm looking around right now and I'm on uh, the CSU campus and it's a beautiful spot with all these trees and all these people. But the power of this idea is that now, you know, if we, if someone walks through this corridor and says, you know, this place would be made th that much beautiful by a sculpture here or a painting here or a mural here, or just any kind of like improvement or or creation of beauty in, in the places that we live, all it takes is for them to then uh, communicate with all of these people that are filling this space. All of these people have at their disposal money. They have their own uh, energies that they could put toward things, their own skills. And all it takes is this, this realization that we have the power to, to make our world as we want. And I mean, all of these spaces that we live can just be beautified. And it doesn't have to be this, this kind of ugly construction, um, I don't know. I mean, suburban America is just a, a monument to ugliness, I feel. Uh, I mean, really, it's these these little ticky-tack houses all cookie-cuttered out. Uh, I mean, they're maybe they're painted in different colors, but I mean, where where is the inspiration? Where is the human spirit, you know, at its fullest? I mean, it, it, when I when I really really start to think about, you know, what I see an ideal surrounding as, I mean, it it's almost uh it's almost bohemian or hippie or I don't know. I mean, like, let's get let's get art. Let's get people doing things outside. Let's get people enjoying the weather. Let's get people, you know, working in the dirt. Like, uh, that's... Uh, so many people today are just miserable in their jobs and what they're doing because they, d they don't feel the satisfaction in it. And, you know, there, there's plenty of satisfying work to be done. We're just not doing it because we don't, we don't realize that we can. I mean, all of these people here can be, you know, planting seeds and growing food and... Uh, I am I am very keenly aware that you know my my worldview is very shaded by the bubble that is Fort Collins. Uh, you know, I'm growing a big garden in my backyard. All my friends are like we're all we're all on the same wavelength of enjoying these things and finding all of this fulfillment and reward. And what we really want to do is bring that to as many people who are 
you know, interested. And I think that everyone on some level is interested in growing their own food and being participants in their lives and not just uh, pushed around by it. But I mean, it, it is a, um, it is an interesting arrangement because we are kind of in a, a little snow globe of sorts and we're trying to take this message to a bigger audience. But I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, in this community, that's what's important. And in other communities, other things are going to be important. I mean, the, the real power of this is that it is, it is an, it is a silent instrument. You know, I think that if we do everything correctly, what we will give people is not so much, um, the music we want them to play. It's not so much the ideas we want them to have. It's just this new medium for expression. And that medium is uh, just that, that pure creation that, you know, you can look around in your environment or your life and say, this is a good idea. I want to see this happen and then make it happen. And so um, community funded is a, is a silent guitar, is a, is a keyboard that has yet to really be played, but it is there and it is new and it is amazing. And the you know, the patterns that we're going to see flow from it, you know, I, I, I can't help but believe are, are really going to change and beautify the world and hopefully um, kind of be the next, you know, the, the opening chord in the next uh, chapter of this, this human symphony. Um, we all kind of recognize that the, the patterns that we're flowing on now are limited and, and you know, maybe this uh, kind of communication is the next, um, the next turning point. Um, so I guess I've probably taken that as far as I'm, I'm going to be able to without saying um, just repetitious things that are superfluous. So I will, um, I guess I'll leave it at that and I'll leave it to your imagination. And um, if anyone is listening to this, I uh, thank you and get out there and enjoy your life.